future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio is here on employmentradio.com. But not everything can be the most delicious food yeah, in the world. If you're not living your life that everything <laughs> can't be possibly the most delicious thing ever, you're doing it wrong. It is an amazing world you live in because I see you do this, like, since I see you so many times a day, it's like... Literally, uh, almost every day, something is the best thing that you've ever had in your life. Like, I know, and you make fun of me about it. This is the best cup of coffee I have ever had. And you make fun of me. I'm like, why should this I not like appreciate the, life to its fullest? This is the best grilled cheese that I have ever oh, had. Oh, yeah, I remember my best grilled cheese. And now it's, it's the best everyone, by the way. that you've ever had. All right, hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon, thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet where podcasts can be found. Thank you for inviting us. We have a lot to get to today, and we're going to explain um, Sarah's newest fascination, Sarah's Obsessions. I was thinking about calling it that. Obsessions. Maybe we can make a sounder and then nobody will be interested in it. That's lame confessions. (laughs) Uh, So we'll we'll talk all about that here in a minute. I want to thank everybody for tuning in to our show. Uh, Like I said, we do uh, broadcast the show five days a week and then available via podcast. And uh, we have something very exciting coming up on December 2nd, which is the first ever Portland Podcast Festival. So nothing like this has ever been done in Portland, amazingly. So uh, Sarah, myself, and our buddy Jason Lamb of Minority Retort all decided, well, this needs to get going. So we're going to do it. So we are doing it, and it is happening, and it's going to be happening on. I mean, like and it's happening. December 2nd. It's like if you ever want uh, time to move like super duper fast, all you have to do is like uh, create an event that you're kind of nervous about. Yeah, and then it just flies by. Yeah, then it just flies by. Yeah, flies. because it's coming up, and it's. it's- We've uh, we've put a lot of work into it, and we would really love to see everybody come out and uh, and hang out with us. I think it's it's going to be a really fun event, the Portland Podcast Festival, December second. <laughs> it's going to be that Saturday, and we would love you to go to the website now and pick up some tickets because we have thirteen podcasts, two bands, oh. one free beer. Whoa! You get a free beer from Small Town Brewery when you come in the door, just with your lanyard, a commemorative lanyard, a commemorative lanyard. We have T-shirts ordered, a limited run of T-shirts, very limited. Yes. So this is like getting in on the ground floor of something because these things are going to keep on going. The podcast festivals. So next year's will be bigger and bigger and bigger. You will. You can say I was there when when it all started. Whoa! At the ground floor. Because you know how everyone has like their tattered T-shirts that they mm-hmm. have from like something like the first ever like whatever. I have my Project Pabst. Uh, yeah. T-shirt from the first year, yep. well, and it's cool. Did you see that the Warp Tour is doing their last tour this year too? Like that's it. The Warp Tour is ending. Van's Warp Tour is no more. Are you? S- no, I'm serious. You can't just spring this on me. How did you not see this? It was How? everywhere yesterday. No, you can't just. Sp- you yeah. can't just say, "Hey, Sarah, that thing that okay. you, that totally identif- like defined your your childhood." Okay, if the Warp Tour defined your childhood, it that's was what kind of I looked problem. forward to every yes, single summer. The Warp Tour hasn't been the Warp Tour in years. I know, Sarah. but to know that it's it's been ending. like ten years since it actually since they they had like maybe a couple of good bands on it like over the last ten years. The last one I went to, Katy Perry was one of the main acts. I mean, the Warp Tour hasn't been the Warp Tour in a long time. I guess time. I'm sad that the idea of the you're Warped reminiscing Tour is... about something, yeah, from like the the '90s and the early 2000s. Like that's that's been gone for a long time. I'm just saying. I'm sorry, but if you identify with Katy Perry as this is what's really upsetting you, well, well maybe this is upsetting. But anyway, no, uh, the Warp Tour. Yeah, they they announced that it's going to be ending. So, but imagine those people though that have the T-shirts from the very first Warped Tour and like their their lanyards and things from that. Mm-hmm. See, that's that would be pretty cool. Just like it'd be cool to have one from the first Portland Podcast Festival, that's which you got to be there to get it. So, order get your tickets now. Uh, PDXPodFestival.com. I'm sorry well, to have break, broken my that heart. news yeah. to you. Uh, they're they're not coming anywhere near the Northwest either. So that's the other thing. Oh, so it's like already done for us. It's then. already done for us. Yeah, okay. uh, California, I think is is the closest. Um, yeah, I mean the last one I, I went to I that was awesome. In... The, the last one I went to was that was awesome was twenty years ago, and that was when it was no effects and I Pennywise and Real McKenzies and I don't know all of them, all the good bands from that time. They were all on it. But that was 20 years ago. Okay, you're right. It was like 20 years ago, yeah. and it probably should have died a long time ago. The last one I went to was 10 years ago with KUFO, and that's when it was K- Katy Perry. Was, was that the one that Kid Rock was at? No, Kid Rock wasn't at Warped Tour. Oh, that was a different... Kid Rock did, did Endfest. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Sorry. God, we're old. Anyway, Warp Tour is ending. Portland Podcast Festival is beginning, so that's where there we go. We're picking up where Warp Tour. Let's not do this. Just pick up your tickets, please. BDXPodFestival.com. Yes, L and Courage will be playing at this thing too, and we're starting uh, some practicing tonight. Oh gosh, doing a little practicing. You're going to practice. Doing some practicing. Like yep. a real band. Like a real band, oh, minus boy. the guitarist, because uh, mm. he's still in Alaska. But uh, yeah, we'll be playing that night, too. It is going to be awesome. All right, so let's talk about something, though, that uh, that is happening this weekend, and that's a <laughs> a chili festival. <laughs> so <laughs> so the, well, the Portland Mercury— The things that you wouldn't have thought that Greg was going to finish that sentence with. <laughs> <laughs> let's get to the most important. Chili. Now, Sarah, though, as we were saying, she's— what? She's full of wonder. You, the world oh, is that's a nice the world. Thing to say. Yeah, you are you are uh, amused and full of wonder for a lot of things in this world, and I'm I'm jealous of that because I'm I tend to be a little more cynical than that. Oh, and you're so you're such a bad boy. You're so jaded. I'm not, neither of those things count as <laughs> being cynical. That's not quite the same. But thank you for calling me a bad boy because I am a bad boy. Okay. Um, a lot of people say that. So anyway, no, Sarah is. Things you find uh, joy in everyday things. Is mm-hmm. that a fair statement? That's a fair statement. Like shiny objects. Like, shiny objects. Like I saw you the other day become enthralled with somebody's <laughs> keychain because it was big and round and shiny. It was literally a shiny object in front of you. And you couldn't stop talking about how amazing it was. And it was a very shiny round keychain. Yeah, even my friend was like, yeah, it's a, it's a ring. You can get them at like... Home Depot. Yeah, no, I think she got it at True Value for fifty cents. <laughs> it's, it was it was pretty impressive. I'm like, wow, you are really enjoying looking at that keychain, and I I wish I could do that. You know, I wish I could find find something exciting like that. Yeah, like in our live chat, funemploymentradio.com/slash/live. Nipples is saying, uh, I totally admire that. Me too. Um, I just I don't have it. So. The other thing, though, is one of when my it comes friends, to f- – Well, one of the things that I remember the most in college, one of my friends was uh, – we were talking about Nirvana and there's that I wish I was like you, easily amused. Uh-huh. And they're like, it's like it's like Kurt Cobain knew you. <laughs> they're like, that's exactly who you are, <laughs> easily amused. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I've always remembered that. Yeah, that is, that is a very, very accurate statement. Mm. And so uh, the other thing that Sarah's also easily amused with is food. And I have heard you – so many times, I mean, I, I would never be able to count them. How many times I've heard you, you say, say it to me every time when I'm like, this is the best piece of pizza I have ever had. This is the best iced coffee I have ever had. This is the best mac and cheese I have ever had. And I mean, you know, and, and it, it does. Am I wrong? No. Yeah. Like every but I time. I really mean it. Every time it is better and better for you. And again, I'm just jealous. Like, like, like every time you try something, that's a new high. And where's it going to go from there? It's just going to get better because the next time is going to be better, better than the last time. So it's a really, it's a, it's a really uh, great way that you look at the world. Um, and now your obsession has become chili. Well, we can't everybody think like that? Like just you know. Before uh, how many, everybody that listens to the show knows that Sarah has said uh, nature's most perfect food for a number of different things. Generally speaking, it's hot dogs, hence her oh, nickname, yes. Sarah Hot Dog Dylan. That's and then we also have uh, mac and cheese. But today I found out that that, in fact, is not it. Sarah's new obsession is now chili. Yes, chili's delicious. Chili chili's nature's perfect food. <laughs> have, you, have you ever tasted anything as good as chili in any food? Um, I, I like I, – I, like to get my nourishment from chili. I feel like it. Uh, you can like get a lot of the food groups in uh-huh. there. High in protein, chili is. So uh, you can speaking, speaking of the chat. Sarah has the appreciation for things like someone who's been in prison for decades <laughs> does once they're released. Yeah. <laughs> I've been kind of on a chili kick. Yeah, I will say chili is nice and warm and hearty, and it's been like cold and yeah. and rainy outside and. Chili just warms my insides when I'm feeling cold on the outside. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it is good. It's very I've, good. I'll have to say I haven't always been much of a chili person. I'll be honest. I, I, I just I – like chili really, wasn't really I don't my, really like beanie chili. I don't like a lot of beans in my chili. You just want the meat, huh? I like the meat and the sloppy spices. Meat. I don't really like a, a lot of spicy things, but I like my chili uh-huh. spicy. Uh-huh. So I like to have like a good hearty bowl of spicy chili. 
Okay. Yeah. All right. So that's why I'm super excited for this weekend. Yeah. It's being noted by some other people in the chat that potatoes are, are nature's perfect food. Oh. In particular, I see Cammy says mashed potatoes. Mashed potatoes are so good. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait for Thanksgiving next week. When Have I go you to ever had anything as good as mashed potatoes? Not as good as my mom's mashed potatoes. Okay. Nothing is ever as good as, as those mashed potatoes. Well, nothing's ever as good as my mom's cooking. I mean, okay. Sure. On. Yeah. Yes. Well, there you got that. If in. my mom made chili, which I don't think she ever has, but if she did, I'm sure it would just be... The best chili in the, the world. The best chili, uh-huh. even though she's never made it and before. And she would even be entering probably in the contest this weekend. Uh-huh. Okay. So that's – and that's what it is. There is a chili contest going on this weekend. It's going to be at Landmark Saloon. I think there might still be some tickets left. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I, I think it's it almost sold out. If selling it, out pretty uh, quick. Yeah. Uh, chili Jamboree, is that what it's called? Yeah, like okay. the Portland Mercury, like Chili, chili Jamboree, jamboree <laughs> which, which does sound kind of awesome it on a winter day. super awesome. To go down to a Chili Jamboree. I'm going to the Chili Jamboree. I know Greg's going to the Chili Jamboree. I'm like, Greg, uh-huh. we have to go to the Chili Jamboree. Yeah. Because uh, it's called a Chili Jamboree. It's a Chili Jamboree. I and mean, it, you have to go. <laughs> like, I feel like, it, you know, it's the Catalina wine mixer of Portland. It's that, oh, the Chili fucking Jamboree? God damn. <laughs> <laughs> that's you know that's what we're going to. It is. It's gonna be fun. So it's gonna be at Landmark Saloon, of course, one of our favorite places. So four eight four seven Southeast Division, and uh, yeah. And so it's gonna be. It's like live music, and they have. So I found out exactly how they're gonna be doing it. Okay. All right. Please give so, me the rundown because I have never been to a chili. Contest. I've never been to a chili contest either. I know. <laughs> I know. I'm not gonna want to go anywhere near the bathrooms after that day. Oh. But no, I'm serious. Yeah, I don't know. No, I, I it's going to be disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the Chili Jamboree. Tell, tell me about a Chili Jamboree. Like, I want to know what I'm supposed to do. So is it like you go around to each one and, like, you sample it? Greg, do I have I'm to give so feedback? Glad, I'm so glad do that you I have to tell asked. people, like, ugh, no. You get to vote. This chili was disgusting. You get to like, vote. So um, Okay. Is that so public voting? Can they, like, bribe me for my vote? Do people know where I'm going to vote with this? I don't know. Because, you know, I, I don't am know if they can, if all they can about bribes. bribes. I am all about bribes. Like if somebody wants, you know, my coveted vote. And again, it's, it's everybody there is voting. So it's not like we're judging this or something. But it's judged by the people. You know, I, if somebody wants it. I mean, it's judged by chili lovers. Yeah. I mean, when we had our, our uh, uh, Brewers Cup Cornhole Tournament over this last summer, the brewers were encouraged to bribe people. For their votes. Mm-hmm, and it you totally know? worked. And it did work. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Worthy Brewing worked the system. And um, I mean, not that their beer wasn't delicious, but yeah, it, uh, AJ kept buying beers for everybody. I mean, yeah. like, yeah, thing is, though, you just have to put that ticket in mind. So, all right. So, this worked. is what you can do. So, you get your tickets and pick the year's winner of the Chili Jam belt. So, the person who works <laughs> There's gets a, a belt? belt buckle. That's awesome. It's a giant chili. What is it? Chili winner belt buckle thing. That's amazing. Yeah. So that's, that's what they're competing the for. Portland Mercury Chili Jamboree winner. <laughs> yes. I'm starting to like this more and more. Okay. So, so what else goes on? All right. So Walk this, me through so a this chili is year jamboree. five of the Chili Jamboree. Okay. Which I didn't even know existed until this well, year. Well, we're not like in I'm the chili saying, circuit. We are not in the hot chili circuit. And also, Sarah, for somebody who claims to be in love with chili, I'm I feel new like to it. Yeah. It's like once I once you discover a band for the first time, and yet there have been fans of that band that have known about them since the beginning. But that doesn't mean that you can't eventually come to love the band just as much as they have. Okay, okay. Except for the band is chilly. The band, the band being chilly. Mm-hmm. Okay, so tell me how this works because you need to you need to catch up and be an expert. So I think you should probably explain it to me. Okay, so I'm I'm reading about this right now. So it's a chili cookoff. So there are going to be a bunch of people, um, like chefs from all over the city, making their own specialty chilies, okay. and then you get to try all the different chilies, and then you vote on what chili you like the best. Okay. And people take like their they have their different takes on chili. Is there a way to sample it? Is this like a wine thing where I have to like oh, yeah, you, you know, cleanse the palate and like That's what the tickets you know, you for. You get to walk around and, and try all the chilies. Not just, you know, mouth thing that people do when they're Oh, they, you got to swish it around in your mouth. Oh, that was a gross sound. So I apologize for everybody yeah, for that one. Don't do that. Um All right, so I'm looking at this there are like different kinds. So there's one, there's a wild boar chili tamale. What? Tamales? Yeah, you didn't wild tell boar me chili tamale. No, so did, everyone used to make their interpretation me. of chili. You did not tell me there were going to be tamales because yeah, so that's I from, love tamales. That's from the Bithouse Saloon. So that's the chef from Bithouse Saloon. Um, from, I'm a tamale guy. Let's tamales see. and tequila. Actually, maybe taquitos and tequila would probably be the perfect thing of all time. I guess there's a Japanese restaurant called Biwa and Nora Nico. Biwa? I, th- I feel like I've heard of that. Biwa, Nora Nico. Oh, never mind. Uh, so they're making uh, a Japanese-style chili. 
with lamb, peppers, beans, beer, and miso. Whoa. It's going to be weird. Lamb, huh? I'm looking at all these. Like, there's some – this one um, is pickled gypsy pepper, uh, dill cream, uh, polenta. They're just all – it's all different like takes on different chili. Huh. So these are chili dishes more than chili. Well, it's a chili jamboree, Greg. I mean it's a chili jamboree. It's fucking chili jamboree. It's a motherfucking chili jamboree. Uh, okay. All right. So so what do I do? What what do I – what do I do when I go All around right, so, these things? So, so does, I go to each one. Do they present Portland's it to me? Portland's best chefs getting together to concoct their finest chili yeah. for a chance of winning the much uh, much desired chili jamboree belt. The chili jamboree belt. Mm-hmm. So, so what you get is basically all these people are going to be set up. So there's, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. All right. So it looks like there are ten different, ten or eleven different places. You get a sample of. All of their chili. So they're going to have them all sitting out at the same time. And you get to go from place to place. Okay. Tasting all the chilies. All the chilies. Yeah. And I was asking um, Rob who um, – Works for the Mercury. Yeah, who's yeah. Mercury Rob. And he was saying that you get like a good-sized portion. Really? So we're going to get so much chili. That's a lot of chili. It's so much chili. Problem is what if I get through and I'm like – because I, I don't eat that much and uh, very quickly. So what if I eat three of them and then I'm like, well, I'm full. I have to sample the rest of them. Well, then you have to like do the water, like Joey Chestnut, like any like you know person who needs to eat a lot. of I have food to eat it as fast as I can. Small amount of time. No, no, no. Should I try to like set a record you for how fast stretches. I can eat it? You stretch out your stomach with water. Okay, that's what he does. Okay, he's drank a lot of water before, like not before, not like right before, but maybe like the night before, and get your stomach all like big and <laughs> big and loosened up. Really, that so way you have job, a lot like, of room. And I'm like, here to eat a lot of chili today. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it coming. You know, and I'll just sit there and okay, and like profusely sweat and eat hot chili. Is that what it is? It's gonna it's gonna be hot because I I'm... mean, some of them are going to be spicy. Sarah, you're the chili person. Greg, I'm trying. Okay, all right. Ooh, yeah, I'm looking at some of these. I mean, it's it goes anywhere. So none of them are vegetarian. So it okay. is a lot of meat being used. Okay. It's all like different types of meat and different. Yeah. So there's lamb, it's like wild boar. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, beef brisket, ground pork, gandouille sausage. Oh my gosh! Is there a chicken chili? Um, I don't. You know, know I'm a chicken man. There's a chili taco that's being made. What? Yeah. So tacos and tamales. All right. Well, obviously, I've already decided mm-hmm. who is going to be um, tied for first right now. It's wow. tacos and tamales. So sorry, that's where my vote's going. Um, but all right. So so this is kind of a prestigious thing. It's yeah. It's prestigious. Prestigious. Uh, John in the live chat, funemploymentradio.com slash live, $16.99 a month. The first week is free. Just asked, uh, did you get your stuffing pants, which we were talking about the other day? Oh, I want the stuffing the pants, pants so that, bad. Yeah, that stretch. Oh, That's, my gosh. Should I show up in sweats for this thing? Yeah. <laughs> Ew, don't. I don't want you to get the chilly sweats in, in sweats. No, I'll, have the, I'll, I'll show up in my sweats no. so it can stretch. Because Robert. that's – I want to be taken as a serious chili eater. That's the thing. And even though I don't – I want people to like think I'm a big deal and like so I can sway votes and stuff. Again, all for the bribe kind of thing. Because people will look to me for my opinion. If I'm sure. a guy who shows up at a chili contest in sweats, you know I'm serious. Like that's some serious. Where do you get those stovetop? Where do you get those uh, those pants? Can we get the them special? Stuffing ones? Can we get them special ordered before <laughs> in less than forty eight hours? I don't know. Because I, we have like 48 hours almost exactly to get our stuffing pants. I'm not sure. We go to funemploymentradio.com, click on the Amazon link. You can see if maybe, okay, the, maybe let's we can see buy Okay, let's see if we could do it. Um, um, oh, but anyway, of yeah, food I'm real definitely qu- bringing – oh, bring your own spoon. Okay, so I'm going to show up with my own spoon. Okay, can I put a side my note sweat. in this really quick? I'm I, really into this right Okay, now. I know. I just want to come back to – we were talking about food and the thing we were talking about yesterday was craft dinner. And I want to give a big thank you to Jeff Sevilla and his wife because they went to Canada um, last week. And they mailed me – like we talked about yesterday. I went by our P.O. box yesterday yeah. and there was a box full of cra- of craft dinner. But there was like – my wife and I saw this uh, when we were in Canada and thought of you. So they mailed me – I think I have like seven or eight of them. Wow. Yeah. So thank you very much. I got those. Imported craft. Imported craft dinner. Is it the best dinner that you've ever had? I haven't had any of it yet, Greg, okay. but I will let you know. Maybe okay. I'll put some chili on it. Oh, my when worlds collide. When worlds collide. Shiny object, shiny object. Okay. So so anyway, back to though how I'm going to sway this contest, the, the fucking chili jamboree. So sweats, obviously a man who understands chili. John just said, bring your own spoon. So I'm going to bring my own dipping spoon. Don't you sample. have that spoon that is stamped with your name on it? Yes. 
Oh, I should bring that. You should bring your spoon with your name on it. Okay. All right. So I'll bring that. I'll have it tied around my neck. Should we bring – should we, should and we I, makeshift sh- our own bibs? You do need a bib because chili's bibs. a sloppy kind of food. I could go out to Gen X and get us some uh, Fun Employment Radio stylized like bibs, bibs. For, the, for the motherfucking chili jamboree. My, Is it motherfucking or fucking? No, it's fucking. Are you sure? Yeah. It's a fucking Catalina wine mixer. I thought it was the motherfucking Catalina wine mixer. Uh, I don't know. You can look it up and check. Step Brothers. It's a great movie. Oh, uh, so, so good. So, um, all right. So I'll have sweats on. I think I'm going to get like the really – like the gray sweats, you know, that are kind of like no. – Show little stains on them. So that's for somebody you know, like who's the serious. Light gray? The yeah, light the light gray, gray, light gray oh, sweats. Oh, no. The light gray sweats that every like sweatpant was made out of in like the 80s, uh-huh. the like 80s the, and 90s. Like the guys that go to uh, – you know, strip clubs wearing uh, wearing sweats, like those kind of guys. Because those guys are serious about chili, and that's the main thing. You know, I want to be serious. Oh, a Batman-style utility belt with antacids. Yes, I should have. <laughs> I got a brick. Oh, my God. All right, where I dropped the ball buying uh, all the Eclipse glasses at Fred Meyer before the Eclipse, I will pick it up by buying all of the Tums and antacids and having them in my purse and selling them to people. Oh, great yes! idea. That and wet wipes or like nap, like, I don't know. Just be like, hey, do you want like a chili cleanup kit? Like, here's a piece of gum. Here's some antacid. A chili here's cleanup kit? A chili cleanup kit. I like this idea. Chili jamboree cleanup kit. Okay. We can put a little fun employment radio sticker on it. Be like, yeah. hey, look, we care about you. Five dollars. Yeah. Five bucks? All right. You like get a, two a, antacids in it. And... You get two antacids, a piece of gum, uh-huh. a wet wipe. <laughs> yeah, that's not a bad idea. Mm-hmm. Pick up your chili cleanup kit. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, we can work on that. Um, and But also, back to my gray sweats. Light gray sweats. Oh. Uh, I'll have my bib on. I need a chili eating hat. Probably one of those full brim, like, uh What about the hat uh, that I got you for your birthday? Hats. What about the hat I got you for your birthday? Oh, the cowboy hat might work. That's no, because it's not hat. really a cowboy hat. It's like a gentleman hat. Yeah, okay. And you'll probably look like a gentleman eating chili in your hat. With my light gray sweats. With, oh. Like baggy too. They're a little baggy on me. Yeah, I like this idea so far. No, two dollars. Eddie is saying instead. Of, I, yeah, I know. I was getting a little greedy, Eddie. I'm sorry. Yeah, two dollars. Hey, they're there. What are they going to do? Do they have any on acid? No. I mean, I'm sorry. Price is the price. The price is the price. I mean, what are you going to do? You don't have to buy it. You don't have to buy it. Ten dollars. No, that might be that asking might be a little much. much. So that's going a little, think a little high. Be a little too high. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, I say five dollar profit. Okay. Yeah. All right, five yeah. dollar. Then I like. Yeah, we price gouge. Yeah, I mean, like, put it in a little Ziploc baggie. So, like, if they feel the need to vomit, then they can also have their own like makeshift vomit bag. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. This is all working out pretty well so far. Yeah. Again, though, back to my light gray sweats that I'm going to be wearing, so that way they can expand. I think that's going to help me be taken more seriously, because it's obviously I'm there to eat and judge. Like, that's what I'm there to do. Mm-hmm. So if, if I look like I'm serious about eating and judging, then everybody else who's there— I don't there, like seeing men in public in sweatpants they're a lot. Start... I'm always afraid that they're just— Because whenever you see a, a man, someone with a penis in sweatpants, there's always a fear that you're going to see them get an accidental boner. A chili boner? Yeah, I don't want to see you get a chili boner. <laughs> I'm not going to get any chili boners. Yeah, but now that you're thinking about it, you might. No, yeah. I I'm not really you, sure how penises work. I don't but. think you are. I can assure you, I'm not going to get a chili boner. So, no, I'm just going to walk around my in my my loose light gray uh, sweats, and be it, I'm going around eating, and I'll have my spoon with me. You know, I'll have some dark shades on too, and people will be looking at me like, "Oh, that guy's serious about chili." Because I think there'll be a lot of people there that aren't that serious. They may pretend, and they'll look to me as kind of a guiding point. And so, once they start following me around and I start influencing things, then my power to be bribed will be will be a lot better. Like like my the kind of bribes that I, I think. In get. order for you to be able to to bribe properly or be bribed, we have to figure out the voting system, and we don't know how that's happening yet. We won't know until we get there. Well, I'll influence it. Okay. I'll be an influencer. I mean, obviously, I'm a man in sweats at a chili contest at a fucking chili jamboree. Clearly, I know what I'm doing. So that's where I think we got to go with this thing. That's that's obviously obviously the turn that needs to be made here. Oh, okay. So I'm looking at this one from Lardo. And their uh, chili is called Greek Tragedy, um, and it's made from smoked lamb ribs and fried lamb's tongue with tzatziki sauce. <sighs> I mean, I'm sure 
I have a hard time with tongue. Doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah, no. I remember just because of the visual aspect. It's it's all mental aspect. I remember vividly when I was a little kid, my mom um, feeding my sister and I tongue, and I remember how gross it was. And she didn't tell us until after we each took a bite, and then we both refused to eat the rest of it. Yeah, tongues aren't meant to be eaten; they're meant to eat with. I uh, I don't know about that one. I just don't know if I can get okay. over it mentally. All right. So it's the fucking chili jamboree yeah. this weekend. All right. Well, maybe we can do a live video from there. Oh, that's a good idea. So that's something that we could do over this weekend. Yeah. So follow us on YouTube and uh, and also on uh, Facebook and all that stuff. Okay. Maybe we can do like some live chili interviews. <laughs> live, ch- live chili interviews. Live from the chili jamboree. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. This could be our next big thing. Yeah. The fucking chili jamboree. Oh, speaking mm-hmm. of interviews. Yes. Oh, yeah, we should uh, say this. So if you're if – you're, uh, definitely if you're here in Portland and you are on Twitter, um, A, follow at Greg Nibbler, at Sarah X. Dillon, at Fun Imp Radio. Join Greg's bot army today. Uh, it's, they're not all bots, but god dang, I got a lot of – Bots and trolls. Bots and trolls. Man, do I have a lot of trolls. I have <laughs> an obscene amount of Twitter followers bots. for – I have 213,000 Twitter followers. And it's a lot of it is because I do work with digital trends, and so I'm put on these lists. So it's just automatic follows. Uh, turns out though, they're not all bots. That is for sure. They are not all bots. Oh boy! Because right, I'm getting some real trolls on there. However, one account that Sarah and I we've talked about it here on the show before. We talked about it with the Sklar brothers when they were on, and it's a, an account that we really love. It's called PDX Alerts, and if you follow PDX Alerts. They've been around for years, mm-hmm. and it's the they, only reason why I'm on Twitter. Basically, they're the yeah. only people that like. Because if you're on Twitter, you can hit this button thing, or like it alerts you well, every let's time. Say, let's do Sarah explains Twitter. You hit this button thing, and then like it gives you alerts whenever uh, that whatever that account is, it it tweets something or whatever. And that's the only one that I have that set up for. So I mean, that's basically the only reason why I look at Twitter is because of PDX alerts with the button thing. With the button thing. Okay, thanks, Sarah. Mm-hmm. So PDX alerts. They uh, they will tweet out like if there's an actual emergency going on in Portland, they will uh, tweet it out. They're not officially uh, tied to anything. I'll read the, even their description. We post live alerts of current police and fire incidents in the Portland metro area, not an official agency, and tweets are not confirmed. However, it's, it's all pretty accurate information that they put out. So a lot of it, you know, if there's something serious going on, um, they will post about that. I mean, and, and they're they like first and foremost. Like they – yeah. I mean, they're a solid, legitimate, like, if you see something on PDX Alerts, like, it's, you know that it, it's most likely accurate. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. But so a lot of what they, the other things they post are the, let's just say, rather comical things that are, go on around town. So I'm going to read just a couple of them here, uh, see if I can find some. Like, again, some more serious. Okay, so there's uh, police to Portland Meadows. Caller reports a white pickup was doing cookies or donuts in the parking lot. Thinks they might hurt someone. Okay, there's there's also um, <laughs> report of a female in the street yelling and flipping off cars wearing a red robe with nothing underneath. <laughs> uh, there is report of a female jumping into traffic trying to hit cars with her hands is wearing a cat pajama onesie. So these are the like actual things that are going going to, going on uh, around town. And uh, report of a car versus bicycle crash. Caller says driver quote smells like Mary Jane. Oh boy! These are these are some of the things that go on, and it's it's just a fascinating follow. It is it's, it's absolutely fascinating. I have friends who don't even live in Portland that follow the PDX alerts because yeah. all, of all the weird shit that happens in Portland. Police to Park Rose Transit Center. TriMet supervisor out with possibly drunk male taking his clothes off and throwing them at people. So <laughs> these are the things that go on. Uh, report of a suspicious male walking in the street throwing food at passing vehicles. Uh, thirty at the thirty first uh, thirty one hundred block of Northeast thirty six. Caller said female digging in neighbor's yard with her hands, dancing in the street and running around. Yeah. So these are all things that go on. I've actually uh, posted. If you follow me on Twitter, I've every now and then if there's a good one, I'll post it towards uh, our buddy Tristan. With a question mark, just basically uh, blaming insinuating him, insinuating that he insinuating, did it, yeah. yeah, that he's the one that's doing it. There was one the other day of a guy blocking traffic um, by walking down the street throwing watermelons. Oh yeah, I, like, I saw that one. That was a good there? one. Or the guy doing ninja moves. Yes, there was mm-hmm. a guy doing ninja moves in the street. So anyway, PDX alerts. It's there's a lot of people here in Portland and and probably beyond that uh, follow them. One thing that's never been revealed before is nobody knows who is behind the account. And like they've who, been asked for interviews several times. Well, and nobody knows. 
yes, no, nobody knows uh, who is behind it. And I had posted something about them a couple months ago, maybe it was longer than that, and they sent me a direct message and, and just said, hey, uh, thanks for doing that. Uh, we're big fans of Fun Employment Radio or some, some of the people on the staff, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. And which it, is the coolest yeah, thing. Yeah, really cool because we're fans of it. And Sarah and I were talking the other night and uh, we're like, you know, we never actually asked them, like, maybe they'd want to do an interview because we've never seen an interview anywhere for Mm-mm. for them. And that's because they haven't done any before. And so I just wrote them and they said yes. They Which, said yes to do an interview on Fun Employment Radio. They said we're the only ones that they've granted an interview to. And I have a buddy that works for a news organization here in town, and he actually wrote me, and he's like, are you serious? Like, he, he works – I won't say what station he works for, but he works for a television station. And – uh yeah, and he's like, "There." He's like, "Are you serious? They're really gonna? They're granting you guys an interview? Like, we've tried to interview them before, and they've always turned us down." Yeah, so they have granted us the interview, and but we have to keep them secret. Right? Yes, yeah, we cannot reveal the identities, and which is so exciting. That's why I was saying it was kind of like Batman. Like we're yeah. interviewing Batman. Yeah, and so they they are going to be um, hopping on the show on December sixth. So it'll be after the podcast festival. Uh, they'll be coming in, and we'll talk to them all about PDX alerts, about kind of whatever they can talk about. Yeah. But, but but we are very excited to have them coming on. They oh, yeah. posted about it yesterday. Posted about us, which was which was cool because I have it set up for an automatic <laughs> alert too, and I got this automatic alert. It's like, oh, wait, that's my name. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't even know who they are. I know. Oh my gosh, did you, was that you? Yeah, I think when I was talking to you. That you said that someone thought that maybe something happened to you? Yeah, because uh, <laughs> one of uh, my friends down at Digital Trends, she wrote me and she's like, yeah, I got an alert and I thought something something happened to at Greg Nibbler. And <laughs> it was because she saw the the alert. Yeah, oh, that yeah. Came through for the no, I got thing. a bunch of text messages from people because you don't really realize how many people follow that uh-huh. account. Yeah. So it's uh, it's pretty exciting. So anyway, PDX Alerts. They're going to be joining the show uh, on December 6th. So excited about that. It's going to be awesome. All right. Should we do some World of Crazy? Greg, I think we should do some World of Crazy. Oh, that's a wonderful idea. I'm trying to ease into my new music. Okay. Oh, I still really like it. Yeah. Yeah, this is the build. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my World of Crazy. Crazy. All right. First up. Do you like going through the car wash? Like those drive-in ones where you kind of where they lock down your tires and you go through and it looks like there are octopuses and stuff on your on It's your a little windows. relaxing. It's a little scary. I remember it scared me when I was a kid because it looked like creatures were like attacking you on all sides. Yeah. Well, if you do like going through car washes and you happen to be in Texas, a Texas car wash has just opened that has a 255-foot-long conveyor belt. It's the longest one in the world. Why do you need one that long? I don't know because. Well, I mean, does that mean it's what else are you going to do in better? Texas? I bet it gets washed better if it's that long. So it has been certified as the longest in the world. So uh, it's called Bucky's Car Wash in Katy, Texas. Uh, yes, it officially certifies that yes, the 85-yard car wash is the world's longest. It also has 120 gas pumps there as well. 120 gas pumps? Mm-hmm. So it's just actually opening today. So what is the name of this place? Uh, it's called Bucky's, B-U-C-E-E, apostrophe S. It's in Katy, Texas. Why would you need a 250-foot-long conveyor belt car wash thing? Because it's probably, I mean, it'll probably be fun to at least just, it's kind of like a mini ride that gets your car clean. I mean, okay. All right. Well, if you do live near or in Katy, Texas, uh... If you want to go through this car wash, it is free today. Oh, boy. So if you want to go and uh, get your car cleaned, okay, that's the thing that's happening. The okay. longest car wash in the world. The longest car wash in the world. All right. All right. News out of Detroit. The story made me laugh. Out of Detroit. Out of Detroit. Well, there's now a Detroit. Where uh, Kid Rock's from. Are you serious, Greg? Who throws a Kid Rock? That's the second time we've mentioned Kid Rock on our 2017 know, a- <laughs> podcast. What the fuck? That was more of a dig to our friend Keelan. Oh. Because we joked about... Oh, never mind. All right. All right. Well, there's now... So this isn't, a, this isn't a bad police. I mean, 
this is bad for them, but it's not a bad police story. This is now a Detroit police. There's now a Detroit Police Department internal investigation into two different precincts getting into their own turf war accidentally with each other. So this is what happened. So this is uh, in Andover on Detroit's east side, which is known for its constant drug activity. So, um, so Detroit police from two different precincts decided to go undercover to try okay. and stop the drug activity. One of them was going as the buyer. The other precinct was going as seller's. They didn't communicate with each other. <laughs> so they were trying to so they buy and sell drugs trying, to each other? So it was like something out of like so, arrested so, development. To like you're under arrest. Example. You're under arrest. Yeah. You're under arrest. You're under arrest. So it started when two special ops <laughs> officers were operating a push-off uh, near Seven Mile. <laughs> That's when uh, two undercover officers pretending to be drug dealers waiting for customers to approach arrested potential Wait, buyers. so they were both... They were both pretending to be drug dealers, were, or no. one was pretending to be the buyer, one the seller. One was pretending to be the okay. buyer. You just said both were drug dealers. Oh, this is two. This is from this. It's two people that were playing the drug dealers from one precinct, uh, and then two people who came up playing the drug buyers. Gotcha. From a different precinct. from a different precinct. Okay, so their it was precincts two and two. hadn't communicated, but they were both working drug busts from different sides in the same area at the same time. <laughs> So uh, so instead of customers, uh, the special ops officers from the 11th precinct showed up. The drug dealers were from the 12th precinct. Uh, not realizing they were fellow officers, they ordered the undercover officers to the ground. So that's when the buyer's other fellow officers came. All of them pulled their guns on each other because they're all saying that they were in the right. Uh, so guns were drawn and, uh, and punches were thrown while... Homeowners actually stood and watched this whole thing happening. Please tell me it was videoed. I don't know if it was, but it's now being investigated in both precincts uh, in internal affairs. Now all the officers are now under investigation as the de- departments try to determine what went wrong. Wow. That's amazing. If that was on video, I hope it's on video. Somewhere. Oh, that would be so it awesome. It would be magic. It, it sounds magic. like Reno 911. That's what it is. Yeah. That's exactly what it yeah. sounds like. <laughs> You're under arrest. You're under arrest. You're under arrest. You're under arrest. Yeah. Yeah, like someone playing the job uh-huh. and someone playing the prostitute. Yeah, and everybody pulling their guns on each other. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. Uh, so from Detroit. Oh, to- Keelan said there's a body cam, but they aren't releasing it. Oh, they oh, got to release it. Oh, damn it. Really? They oh, gotta somebody has that. to hack into that. All right, a story out of Florida. A Florida man attacked his friend with both a knife and a golf club after the two got high smoking marijuana together. And then his friend ate his last piece of pizza. Uh-oh. That's when he beat him with both a golf club and... Well, I guess he beat him with the golf cl- club, stabbed him with the knife. Okay. Uh, so this is in Melbourne. Oh, I thought that they were more calm over in Australia. No. No. Spiders the size of humans. Yeah. They can't be cold. They live fast in Australia. You never know when a spider yeah, could pop out okay. or some snake or something. Well, Melbourne police say that Drew Sawinski, 25, and his friend had smoked K2 together. K2. It's some sort of synthetic marijuana. Uh, and then... What? Oh. And then uh, later... That same day, they hung out uh, at Sawinski's home. Uh, so while they were there, his friend went inside and began eating a slice of pizza that was on the table. Uh, they, this then started a fight, which led to the guest trying to escape on his bike, with Sawinski chasing him, yelling, I'm going to kill you. Oh. Uh-oh. Sawinski then broke a golf club on his friend's head and started swinging at him with a mop handle. To finish things off, he pulled out a five-inch knife and then cut his friend's chest at least once. Well, deputies hauled What kind Sawinski. of pizza was it? I don't know. I don't know. And they were also very uh, inebriated as well. They were very drunk. So deputies hauled Swinsky off on charges of aggravated battery with a deadly weapon and battery. So he not only got battery, but aggravated battery as well. Oh. So I guess do not steal someone's last piece of pizza if you think they might stab you. About you know, it. I mean, you really shouldn't. 
I think it's rude to take the last piece of pizza. Well, it is. My brother and I used to have a contest. Like, if there was one piece of pizza left, um, we would lick it. So that way the other one wouldn't want it. That seemed... Put it back in. I thought you did that with Gavin's ding-dong, too. I did. Well, they were my ding-dongs. Um, speaking of in World but of Crazy... I didn't crazy, want him to have it. I do have breaking news it's in World of, of Crazy. Our buddy Charlie just wrote us a message on Facebook, fun, uh, facebook.com slash funemploymentradio. Uh-huh. He just wrote, with no explanation, I need an explanation. He just said... I think I just witnessed the Portland pooper. What? Yeah. Breaking news? Yeah. And then that's it. That's all he wrote. That's all Charlie just wrote and said, I just witnessed the Portland pooper and then is not giving us any other details on this. Okay. So I don't know if he means like a pooper or the pooper. Because the Portland pooper. All right. So he said, technically he said a Portland pooper, but I think he means the... Because, I mean, there are a lot of poopers out there. Well, yeah. This is big news. My favorite story was when my sister was visiting. <laughs> and she was going across the Hawthorne Bridge, and she was on a bike. And she didn't really look, and there was this guy who just pulled down his pants right in the middle of the Hawthorne Bridge and just left a present <laughs> in well, broad daylight. It happens. <laughs> she was like, I almost crashed my bike because <laughs> I'm just like, like oh, that's happening. That. That's I mean, happening. If you've lived in Portland for any amount of time, you've seen a lot yeah. of things leaving people's bodies. Yeah. I've seen pretty much everything that could leave a person's body leave it on yeah. the streets of Portland at some point. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It happens. Yeah. I'm, there are people peeing in public all the time downtown. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There was a guy that was just on, just at an intersection. He was just standing on the corner of the intersection while all the traffic was stopped. And he just whoop. Decided to start peeing, just looking at traffic while he's doing it. Mm-hmm. And all of us were there at the stoplight, just kind of, just kind of looking over, like, "Oh, well, well, you know, that's happening." happening. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like everybody who was stopped at that traffic light got to got the free show. Wow, yeah, lucky them. Yeah, I was one of them. That happens a lot. I, I've talked about the dumpster across from my apartment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I see. I've seen multiple uses of the human body over there. <laughs> you know. So gross. Messing around with themselves. <laughs> All right. Have one more story. Okay. About somebody who is announcing that they're going to be running in the 2020 presidential election. Okay. A porn star named Sherry DeVille is getting ready to announce her candidacy for President of the United States of America. Along with Coolio as her running mate. Yes. Coolio. Coolio. I did not expect that. Coolio. Okay. Coolio. Is this... A porn star they... named Sherry DeVille <laughs> and the 90s rap superstar Coolio. Okay. Um, Though she hasn't officially... How are they affiliated Sherry DeVille and Coolio. All right. Well, let's find out, shall we? Let's go down this road together. Uh, Though DeVille hasn't filed yet, uh, she does have a website that you can check out. Vice President Coolio, please. (laughs) If you'd like to see her platform, or most likely just probably her boobs, go to pornstarforpresident.com. So in this past August, she released an introductory video featuring Coolio, former pro wrestler Virgil, and various hey, other porn stars. What is Virgil, Virgil. Coolio in a porn store? Porn star. Porn, what are you doing here? Oh my! Lots of other porn stars. For some reason, like wrestling and porn, kind of seem like they go hand in hand. Yeah, I just I don't mean know not how... for some reason for very apparent reasons. I think porn and wrestling goes hand in hand. Oh my gosh! Yes, there's a there is a video. Uh, yeah, but are you going to plug it? All right, yeah, so I'll keep here, let me see if I can. All right, so 39-year-old Shara DeVille has been thinking about running for president ever since uh, the election last year happened. She said, when he first ran, I thought his campaign was a stunt or a joke and people were only watching because it made good TV. I thought when the election came, people would do what was right and not vote for him. But it seemed like people were more interested in celebrity than a person's views and they wanted to see the spectacle. Well, if a spectacle is what the public wants, porn star DeVille says she's willing to provide that if her efforts can help unseat 
the current president. Uh, My name is Alex Lynx, and I want to personally thank you all for coming today. Oh, this is today. an introduction to a Sherry. Day I can guarantee will be historic. Oh, boy. She is the woman I believe will shock the world in 2020. Ladies and gentlemen, my fellow Americans, sponsor is fucking the awesome. president com. of the United States of America, Miss Cherie DeVille. Oh, Cherie. Cherie. That's not what I was calling her? Today is a day that is very near and dear to my heart. Something personally that I am so proud yeah, of. This goes on a long time. I'm going to skip to the cool. Get to Virgil. How many people are in the room? Like three? No, they're introducing each my one of them. fellow Americans, I have to say, this is honestly something that I thought would never happen. But in life, as in politics, anything can happen. I wow, Coolio. The voice of the voiceless. I've traveled every single state of this great country and almost every country of this immense, diverse world. And I've met great Americans and great people from all walks of life, all shapes, all sizes, all colors, and all beliefs. And if we act as one, we... Okay, I'm going to skip to Virgil now. Yeah, please. Now, I'd like to bring up to the podium, for a quick word, our head of security, Virgil. (laughs) Yes! Yes! Thank you, madam. These two guys are the new tag team of politics, and I can promise He has the million-dollar belt with him. And no, he Donald does Trump. not. He does. Everyone knows me. Oh, except he's changed it a little bit. Okay. Oh, okay. I had WrestleMania 4 and 5 at Trump Plaza. Okay? So let's say me and Donald broke a lot of breadsticks together at Olive Garden. Oh, Virgil. What is, yeah. what is happening? Yeah. I like Virgil a lot more when he doesn't talk. That's how I feel about you. All right. Well, if a spectacle is what the public wants, DeVille says she will provide that. She said her philosophy is governing based on integrity, honesty, and openness. I will listen to my experts. I'm not an insane narcissist, says the porn star. I love other people. Like Trump, DeVille doesn't have any political experience. Although she did play Hillary Clayton, a candidate who in true porn fashion has sex with fellow candidate Donald Trump, played by Charles Deere in an adult (laughs) film. She said, I honestly didn't learn anything about being president from that scene, except for I hate pantsuits. <laughs> when DeVille isn't busy making films like Helpless Hogtied Heroines, I blackmailed Helpless my stepmom. <laughs> the other one is uh, I blackmailed my stepmom, or also uh, the thrilling Our Latin Babysitter. She works as a physical therapist. She said her career experience has given her skills that translate over to the nation's highest office. I have communication skills. I can read people. I'm diplomatic with people of all backgrounds. I'm open-minded and accepting of other people and their cultures. She said that she can't depend on her own level of fame to get her the amount of free publicity that allotted the current president. That's why she's bringing in Coolio as her vice president. Well, She says he represents, when I think of this... The way she describes it, Coolio is the first thing that comes to mind. He represents the American dream. Coolio is the American dream. Sure. Coolio believes that he and DeVille represent a necessary change from the current situation. Coolio says, somebody's got to do something, man. Somebody's got to try. We need normal people. We need normal, regular, everyday people in office. Coolio says. Well, DeVille admits her introductory video is cheesy and made her campaign just look like a publicity stunt, but she says that's in order to raise attention. It's not a publicity stunt. She totally wants to be president. She said, I'm I'm fully aware that people don't think highly of pornography, so I decided to make it outrageous. Will these people in the video be given the positions I mentioned in the video? No, but they were willing to be there and get interest and create a spectacle. Yes, you did, because I'm talking about it. She said her views are real and her desire is there. She wants to be president in 2020. Let's all take that journey with her, shall we? And that, my friends, is your world of crazy. I did love this song. Come on, y'all, let's take a ride. Don't you say shit, just get inside. It's time to take your ass on another kind of trip. Because you can't have to hop if you don't have to hit. Grab your cat with the extra clip. Uh, John is noting uh, he was mean to Weird Al. Uh, and that's true. Coolio was mean to Weird Al at one point for Amish Paradise, but then they they made up. Did he did he forgive him? Yes. 
Oh, this is when Michelle Pfeiffer sits backwards in the chair. Oh, yeah. I loved this song. God, this movie was so terrible. So terrible. So bad. So bad. All right. All right. Well, Sarah, let's uh, probably wrap it up for today. You, you know, after all of this chili talk. Um, I might go and eat some chili. I'm pretty sure that's I what you're going to do. I need to start prepping for, for my chili Saturday. Yeah, just get stuff as much in there as you can. Try to expand it out. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go pick up some light gray sweats. Please don't. Slightly baggy. No, I want them to be like ba- like too baggy but like tight on the bottom, like a little too short so you can see like your athletic socks. Okay, all right. Yeah. Like kind of baggy at the top. Like saggy. Yeah, I want it to be baggy so there isn't any fear of anything becoming visual. I, I can assure you it's going to be fine. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. Uh, announcement tomorrow about the podcast festival. Yes. Tonight, practicing for courage. Today, pick up your tickets, pdxpodfestival.com. Go there. You can take a look at all the other uh, podcasts that are on it. There are some really great ones. Yeah, take a listen. See it's if there's good... something that you might not have heard before, and then you're like, hey, this is pretty awesome. I want to go... make Yeah, I want to make yeah. sure that I catch these people, and we'll have the schedule out soon enough. Yeah. Sooner than later. Well, all the, all the podcasts are on there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Note the times and stuff. Not important. I'm just Thanks repeating everything. Repeating everything. That he's saying. Oh, I have an update from Charlie. Okay. All right. He says, going south on 165th Avenue right near Burnside, nondescript squawny, a scrawny white guy in a hoodie and aviator sunglasses. Sounds like the Unabomber. Standing up and adjusting his belt. Uh, belt, he saw brown on the ground. Ew, gross. As he was driving by. All right. Is it the notorious Portland pooper? Find out. Never. John said I need a huge cell phone clip for my chili outfit. That's true. Well, you need a belt to clip your no, cell phone onto. No, what I need is a fanny pack. I have one you could borrow. With my napkins in it, my na- my... Oh my yeah! I'm gonna bring. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna rely on people to have enough napkins. I'm bringing my own napkins. God, I'm really looking forward to this chili outfit. I can just like let myself go. Haven't you already? No. Thanks so much, everybody, for tuning in. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Come, bye, friends. Bye.